MyWax Museum is a proud member of the Create Fine. Hey, before we get into today's show, I just wanted to pop in and mention that MyWax Museum is part of a whole network of shows produced at Mecco Radio. The network includes shows like She Has a Name Too, Broken Bulbs, The Old Goal of Truth, and more. We've got some incredible projects happening now, starting now, and upcoming. So tune in for those. We'll be talking about those more in the future as they come out. But for now, if you want to check out the other shows, you can do so at mechoradio.com. That's it. Just mechoradio.com. Go to mechoradio.com. That's Echo with an M in front of it. M-E-C-H-O radio.com. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of My Wax Museum. I'm your host, Alex Williams, and today I'm joined by Raul Agarwal. Now, Raul and I talk about him leaving his home in India and moving to Vancouver. We talk about family and work too, but guys, this story is amazing. This is probably one of the craziest stories I've ever had on My Wax Museum, and I cannot wait to share it with you. And remember, after today's show, to make five minutes today to listen intently to the people around you. Raul Agarwal, welcome to My Wax Museum. Uh, thank you, Alex. Thank you for inviting me. I'm uh, excited to have a good conversation with you. I'm excited as well. Uh, we met like just a couple weeks ago, really. Uh, would you mind filling the audience in on our story of acquaintance? Uh, so uh, I invited uh, Alex on uh, like on my podcast, which is the Lost Podcast. So we met through a website where uh, podcasters look look for guests. So I met met uh, Alex through that website. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't usually uh, invite people onto the show after guesting on their show. I feel I feel almost like it's cheating uh, because I the whole point of this podcast is to you know, interact with the people who I just happen to know from my life. And when I know somebody from guessing on their show or having them as a guest on another one of my podcasts, it kind of feels like, oh, well, do I really, you know, know them? But then I think about it, I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, like it counts, especially since now more and more as time goes on, my life is podcasting. This is what I do. This is how all of my interactions happen. And so it has been really interesting and, and it's interesting to me to, to get this, you know, difference of how I meet people on this show. And, and so with that, I'd like to get into your story. Where are you from? Where were you born? So I'm from India and uh, I'm, I was born in this small town in the uh, western part of India, Rajasthan, and uh, I came here in Canada uh, five years ago. Okay, yeah, and so I think I think you're my first guest from India. I did. I have interviewed somebody from Pakistan and somebody from Bangladesh. So we're kind of. I've been circling <laughs> India for a while here. So tell me, tell me about India. What is what is the single greatest thing about India that you that you were blessed with growing up? 
a lot of people a lot of people so uh, whether you go to india you'll you'll see a lot of people who who are ready to help you a lot you'd find bad people and good people everywhere but uh, i found india is such such a welcoming country and uh, the food uh, the food food scene is amazing in india the street food is amazing yeah i so i've never had I've never had like Indian food in India, right? I've never been there, but I have had it in Canada. We're pretty lucky to have a very large Indian population, especially in Northeast Calgary where I live. And so I have gotten to try some Indian food and it is, I have never had Indian food that I thought, oh, I don't think I'll eat that again. It's always been like, wow, this is fantastic. So you told me a little bit about your favorite dish. Would you mind uh filling the audience in as well on what your favorite dish is uh basically like my my mom is a brilliant cook as i told you earlier and uh she like particular dish i would say paneer she cooks it uh, brilliantly it's a, it's a cottage cheese with the cream and sauce and different things i don't know <laughs> but but it tastes amazing oh man yeah that's ah uh... I, after this, I don't know, man, sometime this week, I'm going to have to get Indian takeout or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're just making me hungry. So uh, growing up in India, you've got great food, you've got family and friends and, you know, a welcoming community. Tell me a little bit more too about, you know, what it was growing up with your family. You told me in the quick questions beforehand that I post on Instagram and stuff, you told me that you were really close with your family. What what was that like? It, it was amazing. Like I, I got to live with uh, with my grandparents uh, right in the house. My grandparents, my parents, my aunt, uncle, my cousins. So so we we have this. Uh, we have three three separate houses which are joined together, but there's no wall in between those three houses. So it's it's all joined together. We we celebrate festivals together. We try to eat one meal at least one meal together, and uh, it's it's amazing the, the congregation, the celebration. We we go through everything together. So we all all those come. Uh, I just love spending time with my family that way. Growing up, was it something that was explicitly taught by your parents that importance of family? Or was it just kind of like, oh, we're always, we've always been together. So, you know, or, or were your parents very specific, like, hey, your family matters, like pay attention to these people. They're important. Yeah. So like uh, we, we see and we learn from our parents, right? So we, we, we do what we see as, as kids. So I always saw my, my father respecting my grandfather my grandmother always he still does uh, listen to them and uh, he so he's about 50 and still still listens to them so uh, i i see that respect and i i, I want to be like uh, i i see my father as my idol so i i see i do things that way and so so your your dad you you also talked about your brother in the quick questions as well What's what's that relationship like? Like, how did you foster that and those relationships growing up? So, uh, whenever I'm, I'm I'm stuck somewhere, like financially, career-wise, or anything whatsoever, relationship advice. For relationship mm-hmm. advice, I go to my brother. 
okay <laughs> not to my dad uh, but any, any any other problems like work related i i discuss it with my father and uh, he he always seems to have an answer that's awesome that is really cool so i'm curious then kind of as we get more towards the kind of middle segment of the podcast here where we're talking about you now how did you end up in canada like what what took you from India and and transported you over here? Uh, there's there's an interesting story behind that. So so I, I was trying, I was doing this accounting course back in India. So I was trying to become a chartered accountant, and uh, I did clear my level one exam. So there are three levels. So I cleared my level one exam, and uh, I went for an internship back in India. And uh, you know, you go to a job and you 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 make uh, you make up things in your mind like it's going to be amazing, it's going to be wonderful, and uh, and I saw a complete diff- completely different picture from what I imagined a life of an accountant would be. And uh, I, I I was I was trying to find different paths in life and uh, wanted to get global exposure and compete on a global level and wanted to see myself on a global level. So I started researching about where I can pursue and where I can get to experience different cultures and get to meet different people and live in a beautiful city. So uh, everything at once, so I, education quality, and I was looking at all those things and I, I made up my mind that no better place than Vancouver in the world. To be if you want to experience different cultures beautiful city and have a quality education that is really really cool because yeah you you looked everywhere like you came to this realization of you want more out of life you want more experience you want more uh, culture you said education was a huge part of that too and so what like what were the things that turned you on to Vancouver? And because I I've been there, it is a beautiful city with tons of opportunities and a, a huge variety of people there. What what were those things that added up for you? So like uh, everything that I learned about Vancouver was through the internet. So I kept researching about Canadians. How are they like? Is there any racism when 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 you move to a different country? You always look. Uh, look at those things, if there is any racism. And so I, I tried to find as much as I could and I found that Canadians and experience that Canadians are very polite people and uh, and just the people, the, the environment, the city, the pictures of the city, the university. So uh, that, that made up my mind. That's awesome. That is really cool. You know, the way that the internet can show you, you know, this huge, and you can do do your research. And then coming here, you, you said that you've experienced the politeness and kindness of Canadians, but I'm curious, what are the things that surprised you when you moved to Canada? Okay, so uh, I'll tell, uh, walk through you, uh, through, a, through an interesting story uh, of my life. So uh, when I was trying to come to Canada so I had this arrangement with a with a family that I'd stay with them for for about a month and then I'll, I'll find other places while staying with them and um, there was another student who was going with me and it was her family uh, her contact so on the day my flight was uh, going to uh, um, on the day when I was going, going to come to Vancouver 
uh, <laughs> I, I got a call when when I was about to board that um, we we have decided to go to Toronto instead. So you just figure out where you want to stay. And uh, the person hung up, and I was boarding my flight. This was the first time that I've been going away from my family. I had never been. I was nineteen years of age. I had never been away from my in a different city, let alone a different country. I don't know anyone in this country, and I was I'm freaking out. I do don't say a word to my parents because I know they they'd freak out. And while in the flight, as soon as it took off and we are ready to take off our belts and stuff, so I go to each and every person who who looks like kind of me and who I can recognize, who who speaks Hindi and English. Uh, and ask them, like, do you have a space in your house? I went to every single one of them, and uh, no one said yes. Of course, why would you? You're a stranger on a oh, on a plane. Oh. <laughs> so, so, so I landed. Um, I I didn't sleep for twenty four hours. I I don't I, I didn't know what to do. Uh, I went to this hotel nearby. It, it, not not a hotel. It was a, a full shared shared room with four other people. So shared motel and and somewhere in Vancouver. Uh, so it was five p.m. or so, and uh, I was I thought like I'd just take a nap for ten minutes because I was so tired. I didn't sleep in twenty four hours. So, and uh, to my surprise, I, I woke up like eight hours later in the morning, eight nine hours. So so I went for a quick bite for for somewhere, and uh, in the morning I talked to this receptionist uh, who's standing there and explained my situation. What has happened? And uh, that gentleman uh, took time off his his job. He said, "Like you can bring your bags uh, at the time of checkout." I said, "Like I, I don't have much money. Uh, what to do now?" So he he said, "Like you can stay in employee quarter. You can eat food. This food, everything. You can eat whatever. And I'll I'll find you a place within three to four hours." And he did. And uh, uh, the person who came, he found an Indian person uh, for me, and uh, I hugged that person when when he came in to arrive me uh, to pick up me. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what a ride! First, getting on a plane, knowing you don't have anywhere to stay when you get to Canada, a country on the other side of the planet. You know, like yes, literally, yeah, completely on the other side of the planet. And then, I mean, you asked all these people on the plane. I mean, that's desperation is, that's desperation. you know, asking these people, hey, can I crash with you? <laughs> you know, like. No, I was asking them, do you know someone? Or, uh, yeah. Do you know? Like, I'm ready to pay rent and everything. I just need roof over my head when I get to Vancouver. Incredible. That's insane. And then you do eventually, on the kindness of this receptionist helping you out you do get uh, a place to stay. Hey guys, future Alex here. I mean, imagine that. Having to go around an airplane and ask people if you'd be able to crash at their place, even paying rent, that is a crazy request. And I am all about it. Part of me kind of just wants to go out and do that now. But alas, of course, I'm here with a purpose, and that purpose is to invite you to check out the rest of the podcasts from Mecco Radio. You can do so by going to meccoradio.com or simply type in Mecco Radio into your podcatcher. I'll let you get back to the show now. Crazy story. 
then as you got on your feet, what, what did you start doing? What, what were you up to? So uh, I started my education here in uh, uh, Vancouver, like at uh, Simon Fraser University here in Burnaby, and uh, just uh, started studying and working part-time to support myself. Wow, that is awesome. That is, like, what an adventure, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I look at it and I laugh now, but I, I, I know I was shitting my pants back then. Oh, yeah, I bet. Like, that's insane. And and so now you've been in Canada, you said five years, is that right? Five years now. Correct. And so how, like, how do you feel? How established do you feel? Like, what are you up to today? Uh, I'm I'm quite established. Like I finished my education. Now I'm like working at a university, and uh, I have my own podcast. And I'm working towards something in the future. So I'm quite established per se. I have contacts. I don't have to stay uh, on on the street or something <laughs> if I come back now. But uh, I'm I'm quite established now. That is awesome. That is so you know, cool, you go somewhere and you made a life for yourself. Have you been back to India since since coming here? Yeah, every year. Every uh, year. I, yes, once once every year I try to go and meet my family. That is awesome. That is so, I mean, <laughs> oh boy, what a ride. I, man, if I was your parents, I'm, you know, I guess it stands to reason why you didn't tell them. Like, yes. <laughs> I would have had a heart attack. I would have been like, no, get off the plane. Come home now. Like, you know, oh. I Like last year, I told actually told, told my dad what happened and he was absolutely shocked. And he was he was furious with me. Like, why? Why didn't you tell me? Like, we could have done something from here or something. But and he was furious with me for a while. And, but, but in the end, he hugged me and said, like, don't don't ever do that again. You can always tell us what's going on. Yeah, holy cow, man. That is, <laughs> that's, that's got to be one of the craziest stories I, I've had on the podcast. And I mean, <laughs> I've interviewed 111 people now. So that's, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, so kind of looking then towards what you're working towards, uh, you're finished your education. What, what was it that you studied? I studied uh, bachelor's in economics. Okay, yeah. And then what direction do you want to take that in? So, uh, like uh, like the the name suggests of my podcast, The Lost Podcast, right? Um, I was lost. I, I didn't even know, like, I, I wanted to do economics in the beginning. I just did, did it because I liked it at high school and wanted to see where it takes me. So I did economics just based off of that. But now, I'm, now I'm pursuing something in finance, and I, I see myself maybe teaching finance in the future, or uh, be as a consultant to someone. That would be really cool. Yeah, and as as somebody who's I've taken a few economics classes, I love economics. I think I I don't think I have the the mind to become an economist or you know anything like that, but incredibly fascinating i think everybody should take at least a couple econ classes just to kind of get a little bit more of how the how the world works exactly and i think like uh, there they should be some like accounting and finance courses so that people have an idea how to manage their finances because i've seen and i've realized like when i manage my finances now 
there's a huge difference after taking these courses. I'm, I'm like more prepared, more equipped. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's absolutely true. So for the last third of our podcast here, I want to talk about your future. And in our, our quick questions beforehand, you mentioned your number one bucket list item. Um, hopefully you remember what you said. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, can you tell the audience uh, about, about this dream that you have? So like, uh, of course, I remember, I remember it every day. So I, I want to open an orphanage uh, back in my hometown because there's lack of an orphanage for females. So, so those kids, they, they, they stay on the street um, and uh, like guys, like there, there are certain rules and regulations. So it's very difficult to open an orphanage for little girls for obvious reasons. And uh, I, I want to, pursue that dream in the future yeah yeah and um growing growing up um did you like were you aware of this need or is it something that you came to the realization of as an adult uh like uh, growing up uh, i remember like my parents were quite involved in like uh, giving giving to the community giving back to the community so uh, every other festival, and there are a lot of festivals in India. So every other festival will, will go to these orphanages and uh, donate something to eat, something to like uh, like sweaters, sometimes uh, beds, sometimes uh, food. So so I've seen this like throughout my life, and I've seen the needs of. Um, they didn't choose to be in in a situation like this. They 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 were just unfortunate enough to. To end up in a situation like this, so they don't, uh, they 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 have the right to have a normal life like us and everyone else as well. Yeah, yeah, I really appreciate that perspective you bring to that, and especially seeing your your parents, you know, help out in the community like that and set that example for you. Um, I I'm curious. Because obviously there there are a ton of issues in the world, right? You could bring food to kids. You could, you know, help homeless adults or work in domestic violence or help with literacy rates or whatever. What is it specifically that draws you to the orphanage idea? Um, I feel like uh, no no one kinds of uh, kind of looks at them, uh, looks after them, and. Uh, it's it's not their choice that they they've ended up in a situation like this for for other things that I, I think there there's a certain choice that someone made but but for these kids choice was made for them right to end up in a situation like this it, they they didn't agree to it they didn't want to be in a situation like this so i think uh, working toward and helping them at such a young age could could foster uh, a real positive change like in their education through their education they you know if you educate a woman you educate a family it is it is a saying in india if you educate a woman you educate a family so uh, i i, I want to pursue something that that could bring positive change in the world and that that is the way to do it i love that and i i really love how it's you know going back to where you're from and you know, sharing your life experience and um, hopefully, hopefully all the, all the success that has led up to that 
with with people who need it. And so what does what does the path toward that look look like for you? Like what are the things between now and then that you think you need to accomplish in order to succeed at this goal? So uh, for that, I need financial stability because uh, it cannot be managed uh, far away. I have to be involved in that. So to have a certain level of financial stability that I don't have to think about my family's needs and wants. So that, that'd be a situation where I'd be able to completely devote myself to achieve that goal. That would be a really cool retirement plan, wouldn't it? You know, like to to just devote yourself to this cause. Um, I'm curious where you see yourself working, where, where you see yourself preparing for this. Do you want to stay in Canada? Do you want to travel to another country? Do you want to go home to India and work? Like, what what are your thoughts? Uh, I honestly don't know like where where life would take me next. But uh, but in the end, I do want to be uh, in my home country. Maybe twenty years down the road, maybe thirty years down the road, maybe ten years down the road. But in the end, I I would like to be in my home country, uh, hometown. Right, right. I think that's interesting. I think so many people have this dream and goal and it doesn't even matter where you're from everybody's like i want to get out of this place (laughs) like i want to go somewhere (laughs) else and experience the world and you know move to this place or that place and and so i really think it's like a breath breath of fresh air when somebody's like yeah like i i love vancouver like it's great but i want to you know go back to my hometown and make a difference for for the people that i know and love there yeah, I'm being selfish now. Like I'm experiencing the world when I should. Like uh, I'm young and I, I want to experience everything, and I'm doing that. But uh, I have to keep in mind that you have to give back as well. Yeah. At some point. That is. Yeah, that is really cool. So as as you're young and experiencing the world, let's ride on that for a little bit here. What are some of the things you want to experience? Like, what are the cool things that you've seen on the internet or wherever <laughs> that you say, I want to go there and I want to try that? So, like, like these are no, normal bucket list. Like, I'm afraid of heights and I, I, I want to skydive by the end of next year. Really? Like, I don't know how, how, how am I going, going to do that. Maybe by the end of next year or two years down the road, but I'm going to do that. So, skydiving, I want to travel to more countries. And uh, I don't know, like uh, I'm, I I don't make like plans uh, in, in the long term. I just try to see where, what what I'm thinking right now and what what I like in the moment. I think that's you know in so many ways a healthy way to live. It allows you to be open to the right opportunities, and and I think can really go a long way to setting you up for success. You know, you have this goal this big goal in the future of having this orphanage and educating young women and and giving them those opportunities that they unfortunately were not given and and then in the meantime you're just kind of like i'm going to go where i need need to go to hopefully one day lead up to that i think that's fantastic i think that's really cool so the way i finish every every episode um is the same and I'll get to that question in a second but because I like to finish on it before I ask uh, I just want to know where can people find your podcast and the rest of the work that you do 
so you can look up on Spotify uh, the Lost Podcast by Rahul Agarwal, and uh, you'd be able to find me. Perfect. Yeah, and it's it's available on like Apple Podcasts and everything else as well, right? It, it's available everywhere. Perfect. Yeah. And it's a great podcast and I was even on it. So, I mean, that's pretty cool too, right? Now, everybody, <laughs> you know, go listen to that. I'll have links to that in the show notes. But to finish up the podcast, at the end of your life, when you're looking back on everything you've accomplished, all the people you've met, you know, this orphanage, you know, everything you've done, what are the things that you're most proud of and satisfied with? I think if I can be half as kind as my father, uh, I'd, I'd say I've achieved everything. That is awesome. I love how much you you look up to your dad and respect him. And, and I just really think, you know, that connection you have with your family and with your hometown is just like a beautiful, wonderful thing. So with that, Raul, I just want to say thank you once again for joining me Uh, you're welcome and i enjoyed the conversation and thank you for listening not just to this show which we certainly do appreciate but more to the people around you the people in your life that you just happen to know take some time just five minutes to listen intently to the people around you Mecco, 